Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection. I'm Dr. Craig Martin coming to you live from L.A. on this beautiful November 4th, Wednesday night. Christina Martin is with me, and I'm saying hello to you, Christina. How are you? I'm saying hi back. I'm happy to be here. The last 24 hours have been a bit stressful, so it's nice to come on the show and get to talk to you and and the audience and um, talk it out a little bit, connect over what we've been going through. A little tumultuous, right? Our show show tonight is called Mercury Goes Direct and the day after, and so we knew that today was going to be an interesting day because Mercury did go direct yesterday. It went direct at Libra, in Libra, and it's on its way back into Scorpio, where it will be one week from today. And the, the transition yesterday from a retrograde Mercury into a stationary and then direct Mercury was kind of nice. I felt that it was good, it, much better than if it had gone, you know, direct today and we would have had election mm-hmm. day the entire day um, in, in a, a retrograde. retrograde period. Yeah, a little bit confusing, I think, when that if, when that energy is around. So this has been nice to sort of be kind of moving through the day and recognizing that we're all trying to work it out. We're all trying to work out everything, as I had said to you in the lead up to the show. Libra, for me, is that contractual agreement. Libra is the contractual agreement between Trump and Biden, between the two political parties. Like, this, this is the game we're going to play. It's called the American election on Tuesday, the first Tuesday of November. And these are the rules. And may the best man win, you know, or, or, or may the winner of 270 win, you know, like that, right. the, that's the, the, the game. The game. So, yes. Right. And so the, and so the Mercury in Libra, I think really solidifies that because I've noticed today that, that's what people have basically been saying. It's like a win is a win, a loss is a loss. There's been mm-hmm. a very consent consensus opinion that, well, we played the game. You know, if you're playing chess and you get to the end of the game and you basically lose and the other guy only also has two, like, you know, uh, pieces left on the board Uh if they have only uh two pieces left on the board it doesn't really matter if they've got 20 pieces on the board or if they've got or if they've got two actually i Mm. think you can only have 16 pieces but like that that (laughs) you know we get this yes yes exactly so the the nature of the mercury and libra i think is to really solidify the idea that this is an agreement that we've engaged in the, the election is an agreement it would be a little bit more confusing, right? If it was Mercury and Scorpio right now, or Mercury and Pisces or something like that. And we were like all a water like, sign with feelings and emotions leading everything. Right. Exactly. Right. Yes. We're like, just, you know, be clear. The, this yes. is, this is, this is the way this is going to play out. And the Democrats definitely had to deal with that in 2016. They had to deal with that. It didn't matter whether Donald Trump won by a combined 80,000 votes across four states. That wasn't what mattered. What mattered mm-hmm. was, by the rules, that was what had happened, and he won, and the Democrats had to deal with it. So exactly. however, this, however this turns out tonight, and 
and and you know I think the Democrats are hopeful. I think that it certainly the board leans in favor of Joe Biden, but it's still not decided. Um, right. And yeah, six o'clock, twenty four hours later, we're still we're still going into it. So I think probably people will know a lot more. And what I certainly like to do is make the show relevant for people who listen to us as a podcast. After after the fact, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't really think we need to go into too much speculation about who will win and this and that, but to really talk about the collective energy around uh, Mercury and Libra, the fact that now it's moving forward, the fact that auspiciously it went back from Scorpio into Libra. I think that that's, that's interesting. I know you were going to say something about um, the Saturnian square. Yes. Right, right. So we have this uh, Saturn, um, which, you know, caused kind of, not caused, but was part of our our structural breakdown this year, um, making kind of a rough aspect to uh, Mercury again. So, you know, for us, that's, that's a breakdown in communication that is um, communication butting up against um, the rules, uh, butting up against authority and, um, you know, not just being wishy-washy about it. You know, I, I think it's really interesting how, you know, 2020, it's taking a little bit longer. We're really having to um, slow down, which is part of Saturn too. get everything right, get every single state has to be counted correctly rather than a, a guessing game. I, I think even the press and media coverage, I've been hearing rumors or, or talk about, you know, that too, like, you know, the polls and surveys, everything that uh, people had been saying prior, you know, Biden was way ahead. Biden was up on top. And last night, at least for me, and, you know, I, I think I was watching CNBC or you know ABC or whatever they it was a matched race it was not Biden winning so easily so the media having to rewind a little bit and their communication style having to have you know take a look back at what they've been doing was an interesting manifestation I think fascinating point I mean the media is always gauged towards hype so yes even even today you know, they're continuing to insist, you know, we don't really know who's won this race and we don't really know who's won this race. And that's fine. We don't. There's, you know, we still have a couple of more states to decide. So that's fine. But they have to keep people on the edge of their seat. Otherwise, why would you stay tuned in? And Otherwise, they are a corporate entity. They're a corporate entity. They make money because you watch the advertising that's aired during their broadcasts. It's the same yeah. as everything. So that that's it. That's a big change for what the news used to be when it was network news, national network news um, was probably we were talking about go all the way back to like Walter Cronkite or somebody like that famous, mm-hmm. like in the sixties and seventies. And the, the media was distinct from their corporate umbrella. Mm-hmm. And now, and now like these television stations are owned by Disney. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> the so, Coke brothers. Like, yeah. Right. But they're not, they're not independent from like the corporate umbrella that they represent. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's another reason why the media is 
I don't want to say unreliable or untrustworthy because I don't really believe that. I still think they're trying to convey uh, the news the best that they can, but certainly the media leans towards some kind of a biased. It's very opinion driven. There are a lot of talking heads in the media. Yeah. Lots of right. Them. Facts, but only about one thing rather than the other side. Right. And, you know, that's fine. It, but it, it, it plays into the polarity that people are, you know, you can see just by the election results. Very Libra, you know, like it's super close. <laughs> oh, the balancing it's scale, the, the scale. Close. Yeah, it's super close, you know. This is, this, the, the scale's not heavy really on one side. It's and, of not. course, it has to tip on one side or the other. It has to. It's not right. going to be an exactly equal number of votes on one side or the other, but it ain't by much. So, right. um, yeah, that's that's also an interesting holding space for that and trying to understand that um, clearly it doesn't give either candidate any kind of mandate for their agenda that, you know, you would you would say that if you were a wise or or, or good leader, if you were a good leader, you would recognize that you don't have a mandate for your agenda because if you are going to be a president for all the people, you mm-hmm. you can't take your agenda and sort of displace it onto the population because half of them basically told you they don't like you, they don't want you. Right. So if you're going if you're going to step in and take the role to lead those people that don't want you or don't like yeah. you don't you have a responsibility to listen to what their needs are? And it's difficult. I'm sure it's very difficult. Um, well, it's the, it's the Libra thing. It's the signing of the contract. They signed the contract saying that they would be the, a public servant to all. So uh, it is interesting that with Mercury now going to, you know, go into uh, Scorpio next week, we're going to get the feelings about how the outcome I think so. And I think that, you know, people are, have been worried about civil unrest, but we don't have civil unrest because there hasn't been a winner declared, you know, it's still right. Everyone is still holding their breath. And as Mercury gains some speed, we should find some answers. I had done a, not a very deep dive, but a kind of, I would say fairly superficial dive into the movement of the moon for the next couple of days. Oh, interesting. And one of the things that I thought was really positive for Donald Trump was that the moon was in Gemini for the whole day yesterday. Ah, his and, sign, his sun sign, right, yeah. It's in his sign. And what's happened now in the last few hours is that the moon has gone into cancer. And that's a little bit less desirable for him because he has several planets in Libra, including Neptune. So the moon will be square, his Neptune, over the course of tomorrow. And then also mm-hmm. the moon on Friday will conjunct his Saturn, which is not a not such a great uh, position. So just doing a little micromanaging of the astrological movement. <laughs> and, of course, of you know, course. Because they both actually do have some positive transits. Trump has Venus sextile his Pluto. Uh, Joe Biden has, uh, of course, the excellent transit of Jupiter sextile his Mercury. So Mm. those things are are very good. 
for both of them. Um, yes. On the Donald Trump side, it would say that there is some woman in his environment that's making him feel better or bringing him some kind of good news. Um, on the Joe Biden side, it's that um, he may very well get to give a victory speech. Um, right. Oh, uh, Jupiter large. sextile Mercury sounds very much like a large communication, which he he hasn't done that yet. So um, so that's that's also interesting about the generalized transits. But in the movement of the moon, as the decision unfolds, also yeah. the Cancer moon is going to create a T square with the stationary Mercury and Saturn. Oh, interesting. And when it does that, it's essentially um, within one degree in every aspect to Donald Trump's Saturn, because his Saturn is at 25 degrees uh, cancer. Cancer. Right. So he's having a Saturn opposition, and... Mercury is square his Saturn and the moon will be in opposition to his Saturn over the course of the next couple of days. It won't last long. It isn't something that lasts long, but it's still kind of worth noting that there's a palpable T-square that's interacting with one of his natal planets. Joe Biden doesn't have that. So, so I mean, we're talking about structure for him big time. Right. And also structure of his community support system he has Saturn in the 11th house so Mm -hmm. the 11th house is about organizations community um, friends groups friends like the collective you could think of it as all the Republicans in Congress and all of his followers basically as part of his collective he's the leader but they're all members and Mm -hmm. um, and I had been saying for a while that you would see some of those people get chipped away at, and it looks like enough of them were chipped away at. Biden definitely picked up states right now. That he didn't, you know, yeah, that have that last have year happened. or we're not four years ago. But, right, Wisconsin, not four years Michigan. Ago, but, Wisconsin, right. Michigan, like those those two in particular are were essential for a Biden win, and um, it looks like he pulled that off. So Trump, Trump Bled support somewhere. If in order for him to have lost Wisconsin and Michigan when he did hold it last time, he he must have fallen there um, at some level by some percentage. So that to me is the 11th house. Well, we'll see whether these transits align enough to create, you know, sort of a fatal blow to his presidency. It really um, will be. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I mean the moon. I would think the the moon and Cancer, Cancer moon is so um, is so moody, and I don't want to say it's it's like it tends to be negative. I don't want to say that at all, but um, like hypersensitive, and um, you know, I mean, you can you can kind of picture that for him. I mean, I, you know, I've definitely seen some news reporters refer to him as. Uh, a sore loser or, you know, being moody, being upset and angry and like a baby moon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like a big baby. But again, like, look, the, these two and a half days now, while the moon is in cancer are better for Biden because Biden is a Scorpio and a little bit more difficult for Trump because he has these planets in cancer and Libra. 
But then on the weekend, the moon goes into Leo, and then that becomes, again, Trump has Leo rising. So the moon will go into Trump's first house, and it becomes mm-hmm. a little bit it becomes a little bit better um, mm-hmm. for Trump and a little bit more difficult for Biden over the weekend because that the moon is going to be squaring all of Biden's Scorpio planets. Well, I mean, that to me sounds like it could be Trump stepping into the limelight after potentially losing and saying out loud, you know, challenging this and that first house bravado, that first house, uh, you know, all about me situation. And that's the challenge to Biden is having to wade through that, wade through a big challenge from uh, away from his win, away from, you know, a potential win going up against another. It was interesting how Biden came out today and said he would steal it. He said that we're going to count all the votes and he won't steal it. He said, Trump won't steal the election. I won't allow that to happen. You know, like in other words, he was basically saying, if I lose, I lose, but I won't allow him to steal it. And I thought that that was very strong. He's kind of a strong person in a very mild mannered sort of way. Yeah. You know, like I, I think he's a lot tougher than, than he comes across. He's, he's comes across as very amiable and easy to get along with. You know, he's not yes. irritable. He doesn't seem like an irritable person. Just constitutionally, Biden has Sagittarius rising. He's, he's, he's a happy person. Op- yeah, optimistic, yeah. right. Exactly. Optimistic. And, and Trump has, you know, Leo rising with Mars right on the ascendant. So he's a more aggressive um, agitator. I was going to say dictator, but agitator, sure. I'll go with that. <laughs> a little bit more me, me, me. A little bit. Oh, I think Leo can be very tyrannical. And so for all the Leos out there, you know, I love you. I learned so much from you. But the truth is, is that when you're in the shadow, whew, you know, not a good everyone, look, not a good... everyone shall bow before you. <laughs> And you will have it no other way. Oh, so, yeah. Yes. I well, don't ask that. me because I have so much Scorpio in my chart that I love my Leos, but to be in like strong personal relationships with them is not easy for a Scorpio. Right. Some people right. can. Some people can enjoy the. The, the show. The the warm sort of welcoming, gracious, graciousness. Yes, the mm-hmm. show. Scorpio the creativity. has a tendency to be sort of repelled by that. Right. Well, that's why they don't, yeah, I mean, that's in, in astrology, they don't classically get along. The privacy and always, versus. And I always like the fact that the sun rules Leo and Pluto rules Scorpio, and there's pretty much no two things that are farther away from each other in the solar system. So exact opposite side of each you know, of the solar system. Exactly. They, the Scorpio farthest away. Are on the, are, clearly they are. Scorpio right. is in its own world. Its own yes. underworld. The sun is very small from Scorpio. From Scorpio. <laughs> from Pluto's point of view. And Leo doesn't Not a really big like show. that. Leo yeah, doesn't right. really like that. Pluto's out there doing its own thing. So the the ongoing sort of 
drama of the chart has to do with the fact that the planets are still so cardinal. Venus is in Libra. Mercury is in Libra. Jupiter is in Capricorn. Saturn is in Capricorn. Pluto is in Capricorn. I mean, it's a lot of cardinal energy. And we're trying to create new beginnings. We have cardinal signs represent new beginnings. And we're trying to initiate that. But there's a drag. There's a real drag on it. Because, you know, people... People are fundamentally afraid of change. They they don't know how to process it or handle it, even when even when they know that they need it. It's hard yes. for them. It's hard for them to accept Let it. Go. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah, and and too, you know, we've gone through so much change forced upon us this year. Oof. So and it ain't Another over. forceful change, right, exactly. Another forceful change with this election. Some people welcome it. Some people, you know, yeah. run away in the woods screaming. Don't yeah. want it. Thank God I'm not one of them today. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll find out. We will find out tomorrow. We'll find I out whether I'll morning. be running There's... off into the, right, whether I need to run <laughs> off screaming into the woods tomorrow. So every day's a new day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty polarized out there. I mean, maybe that's part of Mercury in Libra too is kind of figuring out. I mean, I've tried to prepare myself. Maybe this this slowdown of the election where we didn't get the results right away. So we do have a little time to process what if the person that we want to win doesn't win? What are, what are we going to do? How are we going to balance our life out, um, in, you know, in order to keep the balance? It's going to tip the scales one way or the other. And these two candidates are just so polar opposite. They really are um, almost extreme one way or the other. So trying to find a balance between, you know, or, or with one of them is tricky yeah. for us individuals, to say the least, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think the the movement forward is not going to be easy. And I think that Saturn going back into Aquarius represents some level of social restriction back upon us. I mean, Jupiter will be fighting that, right? So Jupiter Mm -hmm. and Saturn are going into Aquarius together, but essentially, and almost all the way through January, um, they're going to be conjunct. They, they, Jupiter moves into a conjunction with Saturn quite soon by mid-November and it stays in a conjunction with Saturn all the way until the third week of January so for almost, time. Eight, for almost eight weeks Jupiter and Saturn yeah will be moving across this together it's very beautiful I mean I've been looking at it every night you know and Jupiter is getting closer and closer to Saturn Mars has been quite lovely, and the full moon was very pretty on Halloween mm. night. That was mm-hmm. really nice. That was that was Halloween was beautiful. So you know the the movement of the planets is there for us to embrace and grow and see what it what is it telling us. There's obviously the a time when we're going to have to unify somehow ourselves around a human goal. A, a goal mm-hmm. of our humanity. That's what we need. We need. We I need like collective. That. But it's 
it's hard when it is hard though when you say like have one whole group of people who deny climate change like that's hard that's hard yeah. i know there might be socio-political things like you know socio-political things meaning like gay marriage and and support for 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 you know civil rights and and a beliefs in abortion or beliefs in drug use and things like that those are very particular and i understand those things and why people have different views on that based on their own personal morality that's sure fine. but to be completely and vapidly disconnected from the fact that the planet is being affected by the last 100 years of human technology and to just wipe it out and say no there's no effect human beings have not affected the climate in any way. I, I don't understand that. I actually don't because that's our humanity. That, that's mm-hmm. something that has to do with the livability of the planet. So why those types of things? Wearing a mask. How mm-hmm. that becomes a political issue, how climate change becomes a political issue is really beyond me. And it, and it has to do with very sad lack of leadership that where people end up being sort of brainwashed. I, I know I don't try not to lean too heavily into the politics, but there, there's a reckoning that, that yeah, comes. There sure is. There's a reckoning that comes. You can see it in the chart. You can see it. I can bring it right back to astrology. The fact that next year Saturn and Jupiter are going to go into Aquarius and square Uranus, this could be some really difficult financial times coming. Absolutely. Really difficult financial times by the time that Saturn squares Uranus in February. Mm-hmm. Right. And then squares Uranus multiple times over the course of 2021 with a Jupiter mm-hmm. assist, you know, Jupiter actually That's perhaps magnifying. Yeah. Yeah. The energy of that. So, you know, I find those things, yeah, reckoning, rectification. We, you can't keep your head in the sand. You know, can't. It just can't be done. Not. I'm not talking right. about again those socio-political issues. I'm talking about things that affect us all equally. Yes, equally is a is a good point. I mean, Saturn and Aquarius. That's the whole point. Is is um, doing the hard work for humanity. Is is learning our lessons and our limitations for humanity for our our communities it is interesting you know that uh, we're so divided and Aquarius is about being a group being um, together as a collective so some serious lessons coming up in regards to that I can absolutely see that it's not um, hard to imagine uh, the future I think that and I think that um, I, I think Technology is going to be a big part of that as well. Aquarius ruling, you know, technology in the future and um, maybe even something to do with cryptocurrencies or currencies that are online, things of that nature. I definitely think there will be something to do with economic growth or decline, more likely decline. Well, yeah, because of the square. And because Uranus is in right. Taurus, so it's going to be representative of some kind of upheaval in the financial system. That's, yes. That seems pretty clear. And <clears throat> Mars will also be going into Taurus at that same time. So we'll have Mars conjunct Uranus square Saturn. 
a lot of energy in the beginning of the year, right post-inauguration. So basically, whichever president we have starting in January, they're going to be facing some type of economic crisis because the coronavirus isn't going away. We're going to be in the middle of the winter of it. And you think of Europe locking down again. I know. Europe locking down. It affects the global economy. You can't have Germany. can't not. You can't have Germany and France and England locking down. They're some of the largest economies on earth. I think Germany is three. Follows, right? Germany and Japan are like three. Wow. Yeah. Right, because it's the United States and China, and then Germany and Japan are like three and four. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No idea Germany was that big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Germany is a huge economic powerhouse of Europe. Well, and, and we've never, we haven't come out yet. I mean, at least here, you know, in, in L.A., restaurants still not not allowed to be open indoor dining. You know, restaurants, Correct. movie theaters aren't open. Correct. These types Correct. of things that haven't opened Correct. since March. So whatever kind of smoky haze the stock market is in, it's in for a reckoning after the inauguration. So not to leave you on a, on a not positive note, everyone enjoy the clarity of Mercury moving direct and the lifting off so that you can become more realistic and see the truth in front of you right now. Let's all do yeah. that. Let's all embrace the reality and, and Mercury and Libra and try and have a very just and fair view of what that reality is. I'm Dr. Craig Martin. You've been listening to the Inside Connection. Christina and I will be here again next week on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific. We will see you here then. Good night now. Good night. Stay balanced. Have a nice night.